savior. Tell me about White Snake Bug. Tell me about uh, what what year did they start? Uh, White Snake, early '78, right after David Coverdale left uh, Deep Purple. Yeah, how many years did he sing with Deep Purple? Do you remember? I don't. I don't think it was that long. I think they. I think. I think he put out. I want to say four albums with him, but back then people were putting out two albums a year, so. Yeah. And, and I wasn't never a fan of Deep Purple. A couple songs. Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, I like some of their stuff. I like, um, you know, when the the Burn album is pretty good with with David Coverdale on it. But after that, man, yeah, there's not much going on. Well, we're talking about White Snake, and uh, I'm a big fan. So is Pudge. Uh, we're gonna try to do one song a month songs we like talk about them maybe learn something you don't know uh, so it's, it's not necessarily about the song it's about the band it's about the players <laughs> who uh so who were the good who were the players on that first album do you know on the first album oh gal um i know bernie marsden marsden played guitar and i'm uh, i want to say mickey moody was on guitar and other than that i have no idea yeah, no, they, no one of they, any infamy or fame or anything. Right, they really didn't hit it. No, they weren't the, really their big first on their first album, anyways. No, and then somebody told David Coverdale, "Get some better players or <laughs> well, get some better songwriters." I don't know. Yeah, and actually, their second—I think their second album—he brought in John Lord on keyboard from Deep Purple. So that helped, I guess. And who was the drummer on that album? Was it, was it wasn't. It wasn't Ian Pace yet. No. no it when did wasn't. When did Ian Pace come in? He was from Deep Purple. Yeah, he right? came in. He came in in 1980, I think, and played drums on three albums. And it is, who played with Dio? His brother? Didn't his brother play drums too? No, that's Carmen Apiece. Oh. <laughs> same. Vinny Apiece, Carmen Apiece, Ian said, Pace. They're all the same. <laughs> You, you know, you a have piece a of face. You can you can edit that out. You say yeah. a piece, I say a face. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. So this song came out. Um, what year was this song? Uh, this song, eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. So that was later. We was already a fan then. Yeah, that was. I mean, after that, you know, in eighty-four, Slide yeah. It In came out, which is when you. That's when they recognized. That's them. when they were on the radio. That I. That's right. How, that's how right. I learned about them on the radio. Yeah, yeah I mean, now, you know, it was the same band. I think they had different one different guitar player, and different. I want to say Mel Galley played uh, played guitar on that album. 
See, we, and Cozy Cozy Powell played drums in that album. Well, if you that, know who that is, we know who that is, but yes. we don't know who the other guy is. No, I don't have a clue. He's I just mean, a good player. He picked up. I'm assuming. I guess he was good. I guess. <laughs> and then actually, John Sykes, I think, played some on that album. And and who does Sykes play for? John Sykes right now. Doesn't he? Isn't he in? Uh, he's in. Autogra- I th- oh, not autogra- no, right now I think he's in Thin Lizzy. Oh. He was playing for Thin Lizzy. He played for Blue Murder too, with oh. Carmen Apiece, I think. Great fucking band too. I am not even joking. I Blue just Murder? got turned on to them of like, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, they're interesting. Blue Murder, Blue Murder, I think is their best song. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, just the music part of it. The singing is it's okay, but yeah, I don't, I don't if even... you listen to the the players on that it's from like 2012 or 13 I guess. oh really i think it's that old that old yeah they i think blue murder came out no they were no they've been out a long time i'm saying that oh that the album that you know the yeah, song right yeah i've never heard it i don't think yeah no it's good if which you is got a chance, listen which to is it. rare and then you got my uh, wife tells me i know everything i guess i don't know that <laughs> well, you can edit that right yeah, that stays in <laughs> homo just kidding, Hal. He's under your thumb, we know. So, back to uh, music. I want to say, uh, when did uh, uh, Vi come in? He came in after they, they got rid of, uh, or he got rid of Vivian Campbell. Vi came in and played on the next album after the 87 release of That's, Whitesnake. Okay, back up. Vivian Campbell, right. He, was, he left Dio to go to Whitesnake? He got fired from Dio. Okay. And then he went to White Snake, yes. All right. And he only, how many, did he play like one or two albums then? He played, he didn't play on any, he played on no albums. He oh, just, he played live. Right? He just toured, right. yeah. Never, oh, that's right. Never he got would... to play a next album, Slip of the Tongue. He brought in Steve Vai and. Well, Coverdale would do that, bring in different, he, he makes the album and then, yeah. then hire the pretty boys out front. That's what he did for Showman. the 87 release, yes. Yes. Vandenberg and. Right. Anybody who can put on a show, Rudy Sarzo, just Rudy Sarzo. flip the bass around is like yeah. a madman. Licking it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> licking the bass. He licked his bass a lot, yeah. Slapping the bass. And then, uh, so, let's back up a little bit. Let's go a little deeper. Um, Steve I played on... Um, what's his name from Van Halen? That left David Lee Ross, solo album, yes. Yeah, that was... That's the first time I've ever had ever seen Vi. That's the first time I've seen him. Uh, now, now that I know of him, he played in a band called Alcatraz before that too. Right, right. So, that's that's what I mean. Once you MTV did huge things for actually connecting with a with somebody that well, you can yeah, uh, you can name. almost put a face. Yeah, you can put a face right. to it, and suddenly you're you're interested. Yeah, because Steve Vi was like crazy all over the guitar. You know, Eddie Van Halen was first. To do that, uh, as far as we know, Eric Clapton never did no, that. No, Eric Clapton can go away. And then Steve Vai got huge, and he was in a bunch of bands, right? He did, I, he did his solo stuff. He did. I he, I know he was in Alcatraz. I know he was in White Snake. I know he did David Lee Roth. Other than that, I don't know what else he did. He, he played with. Uh, I, I can't think of the name right now. All right, so Steve Vai. It's the '87. They're on tour. Um, who's a drummer? Well, are we talking eighty seven? Yeah, who who was uh, who in eighty seven touring? 
Yeah, was that your guy? That was Tommy Aldridge. Tommy Aldridge. Yes. Yeah, so we, me and Pudge went to uh, see Kiss hmm. in 2000, and uh, Tommy Aldridge, I never, I had never I'd seen him in videos, but I'd never seen him play live, and he was playing for Ted Nugent. Incredible. And unbelievable. And and here's the best part oh, of the whole not, story. That's the worst part of the whole We're story. We're 10th row. It, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. Our friend Johnny B, hey, John, <laughs> uncle was supposed to get us tickets to see Kiss. So there's six of us going. We, we had already given the money. Yeah, we paid for him and everything. He can't get a hold of his uncle. Can't get his uncle. His uncle skips out. Don't know where the hell he goes. We're at where they're playing, yeah. sitting outside. John and Ken, his brother, run in to come back with four tickets, 10th row. So my wife at the time and Pudge's wife at the time, they drove away. We're like, we're, you know, we left the women out of Sorry. it. And they wound up showing up later, got tickets from somebody else. But anyways, 10th row, best seats I've ever had ever. Ted Nugent's playing. Pudge's boy, Tommy Aldridge, is beating the shit out of drums and sounds great. He throws a stick right at Pudge like he was meant to get this his Idle stick and what happens? And I, I class he, myself. I, I think of myself as, fucking, as an athlete. And he this, dropped it. Oh no! And, it, and some it, idiot in the front of us hit, took it. Hit me right in the chest. <laughs> I went what 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 yeah, the fuck? And some asshole in the front in the next row in front of us grabbed it. I'm like, we should have beat the hell out yeah, of him. Yeah, we probably should have. That was my stick. Tommy was throwing it to me. It, it was like he was. He was. And the sad thing is. Yeah, you'll probably never see him live again. Probably not. Yeah, right. No, but no I'm too old for concerts now. Yeah, I, I have no... I, you know what, though? <laughs> uh, I was going to go see uh, uh, Ann Wilson yeah? at... Uh, at what's it? I have place? seen her, and that's a... Well, she canceled. It was right, right before COVID hit, and we can't get our money back, and we can't go see her because she's not coming, so we don't, we're like in limbo, and... And Kelly paid a lot of money for those tickets. Where were you going? Arcata? Uh, yeah, the Arcata yeah. Theater. And uh, so that's in limbo. <laughs> but uh, back to Whitesnake. We, when we, me and Pudge had a band, and uh, we pulled, what was that, what was the Whitesnake song we did that you had Capusta play on? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Did we play it all the time? We played it out, but you always had Capusta play it when we played it out. Oh, Slow and easy. No, it was. Yeah, slow and easy. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really. Well, that was an old band. That was, a, that was that's band, a the first band. band. But we put pick slow and easy because not a lot of people knew it. So yeah. we yeah, wanted we were, some White Snake song that nobody knew. We were into odd deep cuts back then. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to hear the same crap that everybody plays all the time. And then transformation of the band twenty five years later, and then while we're playing is Journey and crap. Well, no, not me. Not that Journey's crap, but I'm not, not a Journey cover. I got out of that band before you guys went all prissy. God don't like a quitter. <laughs> yeah, but we played. We, we metal got, metal guys don't like Journey. Well, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's like playing Poison. Mm-hmm. I would rather my eyes poked out. And play poison ever again in my life. It's I, garbage. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. But we we played all you know deeper cuts on an album at the time. They were called albums, and they weren't the ones that were played on the radio because we didn't we didn't want to hear that. And we picked this song. We worked on it a, 
long time. It was a very hard song to play. With three three pieces and a singer, there was, you know, we had a, a crappy bass player, a half-assed drummer, and a drunk <laughs> guitar player, and a singer that couldn't finish a song. So trying to get through this six-minute song was like, yeah. And then every time we went out, a friend Dan would come and he'd play drums for Pudge, and I had nobody to play bass for me, so I you had got to stuck. Yeah. I, why did we pick that one? I don't know why, but it was fun. I liked it. I like the song still today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the what was that? Nothing. It, that was something that informed me that. My granddaughter is home. <laughs> so now, let's go back to this this White Snake song. Um, so Steve Vai, did he didn't do the recording of that song, right? Of this song? Yes. No. No, I'm talking about with the with the uh, bow on the guitar. No, that's that's John Sykes. That's that's amazing. Yeah, John Sykes wrote most of that album. Well, Steve Vai played it. In concert, in concert, yes. Yeah, like you had a Later, with the bow. Yes, yeah. John Sykes did it with the bow, though. Right. In the, right. In the studio, yes. I've never seen any band, local band. I've, I've seen people play that song, but it's done with keyboards. Yeah. It's not done with a guitar. Nobody's ever took a bow out. No. Not saying that nobody ever did it, but I've never seen it. We opened for at least 50 bands, and I've never seen anybody do it. I mean, it's just to take that bow and to play it and make it sound like that right. is fantastic. And yeah. it's a shitty part of the song, too. It's the only thing that might rap on that song <laughs> is it slows down like that. And then if you try to do it live, it's horrible. Yeah. It's like doing that Led Zeppelin song where... Right. It's like, ugh, don't do it. It's bad. But other than that, it's, it's you know, it rocks. No, it's that's that's... Probably my favorite song in the album. Still a night. Yeah, Coverdale gets up high. Yeah. And, you know, you watch the videos of that. <clears throat> Idol. I yeah. mean, he's like a sex god. Yeah. He's got Tawny Katane sitting next to him, so. Yeah, if you go that way, he's a sex god. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, back in the day, I was more interested in Tawny Katane, but. No, he's in that video too. I can appreciate it. He was a he's a weirdo now showing his painting his toes on YouTube and like what the fuck? I don't know what you're yeah. watching. Oh, it was bad. It was a day <clears throat> I used to get David uh White Snake things when I was on Facebook and this pops up and he's painting his toenails with seventy five year old feet. <laughs> Who the hell wants to see that? Now we're really diving into White Snake. Yeah, I mean, we're, David Coverdale. We're getting deep toes. on David Coverdale. Well, the man, you know, it's White Snake is David Coverdale. That's what they are. They're they're a brand. They're not a band. They've never been a band. They've been through yeah, so many brand. players. It's not even funny. Yeah, I mean the 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 players you can the, the, just the famous people who have played with them. I mean Warren D. Martini from Red played on tour with them. Denny Carmassi played with them. Tony Franklin on bass, who was in the firm, he played in, he played in White Snake. Doug Aldrich, great guitar player. Rep Beach from Winger, toured with him for I think he might still be in he the band. Does, I just read he he's still still with him. Yep. Yeah, 
He plays live with him. I don't know if he records them. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just the amount of people that is, have gone through this band is just Joel Holkstra. I don't know if you know who he is. He, Who's he? He's a great guitar player. He, he plays uh, his other gig was with Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. He's a guitar player for them. So, you know, I mean, just the amount of people that have gone through this band is... Yeah, it's like one of, one of the first guys that had his own band, and I don't think any of the players were part of the band. They were and, hired players. Right, I, uh, most of them are, yeah. He, I think, aside from aside from the 87 album, I think he writes everything himself. The 87 <laughs> album, I know for a fact that John Sykes gets writing credit on a lot of it. That's why it was good, because most of White Snake's like um, mellow, slow um, songs are horrible. Yeah. Not, I don't. I should say the words are horrible. <laughs> they're not horrible. They're simple. They're very, very simple. Yeah. But the music around you it, you know, like makes a hobo. Great. I was born well, no, to I'm walk alone. Well, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking like a ballad. Any ballad they do, if you listen to the words, mm-hmm. they're like so. Like simple, simple rhymes, and then the yeah, music comes. But he's surrounded like, himself with, and it, that makes all the difference. Yeah, you know. So if Poison would have put some good music around their simple, stupid rhymes, they might have been a better band. No. Ugh, I don't know. So, uh, tell me about some of the uh, guitar players that. The more famous ones that we play with White Snake. Well, we've we've gone over a few of them. Hold on one second. I have to open that because you know. Alcoholics need their beer. Go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stop with the alcoholic. Well, I mean, you know, Rob Beach, incredible guitar player, played with Winger. Yeah, but nobody knows. Well, they should because. Me and you and maybe three other people oh. are going to hear this thing. <laughs> Not even three. Well, you know, no no one knows who John Sykes is either, even though he. You know, wasn't Thin Lizzy and Blue Murder and did a little recording with UFO and Adrian Vandenberg never really had a band. I mean, his band was Vandenberg, Vandenberg yeah. which I don't know how many albums he put out, but not many. Right, and, and I, I I like Vandenberger, Vandenberger, Vandenberg. Uh, yeah, uh, and but I don't. I like some of his stuff. Yeah, some of it's a little. But I mean, who else you got? I mean, Marco Mendoza played bass for Whitesnake for a while. And who, who who else did he play for? He's he's played in Thin Lizzy with John Sykes. Yeah, see, I wouldn't know that. I don't like. <laughs> well, we Thin know. Lizzy, he played his own. Bass. No, no, the recreation of Thin oh. Lizzy. You know, who was John, a singer? I don't know, but John Sykes played in that too. That was oh. it was a after it was. I, I and John think. Sykes played in what other band? Blue Murder. And then he also played who? Ozzy? John Sykes. I don't know if he ever played with Ozzy. Maybe not. Maybe I'll think of something else. I mean, um, you know, I, my, you know, the 87 album had the the ultimate lineup in my book. I mean, anytime you get Rudy Sars on bass, who played for Dio and Quiet Riot and Ozzy, you know. You know, Steve Vive and Campbell, Tony Franklin, who played in The Firm and Blue Murder, or he did play in Blue Murder, yeah. Some of the drummers, my gosh, Ansley Dunbar played in Journey, 
played in Starship. Was he? He's not the original drummer. I'm not sure about that. I don't think he is. Danny Carmassi played with him for a while. You know who that is? Uh, no. You ever hear the song Rock Candy? Oh yeah. That's him. He's dead now. Danny Carmassi? Yeah, he died. I don't know. Yeah, he, no, he did. Sammy did a big thing on him. I thought it was Ronnie Montrose. No, but I, th- I, th- I thought the drummer died. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to look that one up. Yeah, that's that's. Uh... I thought he was dead. I'm pretty sure he died. He could be. Because they were talking about nobody could have done that that song like he did, and nobody still can't. And what does that mean? Is he dead? No, he's still alive. <laughs> I must have been talking about something. We're going to edit that part out. Sorry. <laughs> My expert don't know nothing. Well, wait, I, I told you he was well, alive. Yeah, but you said you weren't sure. Well, I didn't hear of him dying. Well, you weren't sure. So, Hodge is my go-to guy when I don't know They did a big Ronnie Montrose tribute when he was dying. Before your handheld computer, and you'd have to actually know something about, you'd have to read the J card on a a cassette to learn about the player. So, I'd call Pudge. Pudge is sung, and I'd usually be drunk. He goes, bada bing, ding dong, bada bum. He's like, mm, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's riot arrows and tequila. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. It'd be like two in the morning. Yeah, you wake me up out of a sound sleep. I would be all drunk and excited. Yeah. You ever go to Guitar Center? Not lately. You're a very lucky man. They suck. Why? What's up? Nothing. They went there to buy drumsticks, and the guy asked me if I used to play in a band. I don't understand. Well, you're you're old now. You don't look like a musician anymore. That's not true. I look very much like you a musician. You don't have long hair no more. I'm short and fat, and you got a look- widow's peak going. <laughs> We're old, bro. Yeah. So you're not fat. I'm fat, so imagine me getting on stage with my bass sticking about two feet away from my body trying to play. It's a good look. It's not good anymore. (laughs) It's not good. I couldn't do it. I don't have the stamina anymore. Think about it. When in the next 10 10 years, there's not going to be any more metal bands playing. 10 to 20 years, nobody's going to go see them. There's Young? not going to be any bands. Who's gonna... There's going to be crap that my daughter listens to and your daughter listens to. <laughs> Nobody's wants to stay out past ten o'clock as it is, and well, you might get shot. We're the we're the last people to actually like that music, and maybe somebody in their well, early fifties, maybe. But are they going out and supporting these bands? I doubt it. No, our generation was the last generation that should even have. Cover bands. Listen to the old guy. Get off my <laughs> Get off. porch. Get off my lawn. Sky is blue. Savior of truth. Of truth. Of truth.